I'm not in need of a new one because what I'm going to do oh. is I'm going to pay a tailor to oh, recuff my sweatshirt because we got it for 20 bucks at H&M and it's fine except the cuffs are like getting ratty. So I'm going to actually pay someone to recuff it. It might cost at least 20 bucks to get it recuffed, <laughs> but it's well worth it because this they do not sell this hoodie anymore. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 285. The largest mall in the United States, Minnesota's Mall of Americas, is actually owned by Canadians. Dang, those Canadians always have their hands in everything. Malls, they're not really a thing that I enjoy. The reason being is that I don't enjoy shopping. And that's because typically when I have things, I want to have a small amount of high quality items. I don't need a lot of one thing. I want a small amount of a few really good items. And for me, when I'm traveling, one of the essential items, as you know, the thing that I always carry around with me is my Tortuga Outbreaker backpack. I've carried a Tortuga backpack around the world with me for the last three years. It's my all-time favorite backpack. So if you're looking for the perfect travel carry-on backpack, one that you can take anywhere around the world, it's super durable, check out the Tortuga Outbreaker backpack by going to tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use that promo code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, because that'll get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who very rarely carries her own laptop, who also then somehow has her iPad and Kindle finding their way into my bags as well, my wife, my constant travel companion, and the person who I serve as a pack mule for, Heather. <laughs> as it should be, as it should be. I need more room for my beauty products. Yeah, if you guys are <laughs> tuning into this episode, we are doing a three-part series on packing lists and what we pack. And it was recommended to us when we put it out on Twitter, what do you guys want to know? What do you want us to do a podcast about? A lot of people mentioned that they wanted us to talk about our packing and our packing list in specific and how we're able to travel and just to carry on and things like that. So we decided to break it up into three different episodes. So if you needed to only listen to one of them, you could do that, uh, make it simple for you. So we have a packing list for women, which Heather recorded. I mean, we both recorded, but Heather was the one that was giving you the advice on that. Today, we're going to be doing a packing list for men, and we're also going to be putting out a packing list of gear. So that's anything that's not gender specific, all electronics and miscellaneous odds and ends and travel essentials and things like that. Perfect. So today, as we mentioned, we are going to be getting into a packing list for men. And what I'm going to do as we go through here, and Heather's going to be giving 
her advice and maybe little anecdotes of, of my packing as well as we yeah, go through. I wish Trav would just let me pack for him because he never brings the exact clothes that I want him to bring. All right. So what we'll do is you'll hear <laughs> what I bring and Heather will jump in and tell you what I should be bringing. So we'll make this interesting. And what we'll be doing is we'll we'll start with the general packing tips and kind of you know rules, quote unquote rules that I follow as I'm packing. Then we're going to work our way up the body. I found it really easy to do that. So we'll start oh, at the feet okay. and go straight Interesting. on up. And then we'll get to some other stuff that is a little more uh, male specific, but isn't clothing. Um, like ex- I guess you could call them accessories or miscellaneous Male items. accessories. All right. So let's get started here with the general travel tips. And the first most important tip, and again, whether you're going to be traveling with just a carry-on yay maybe chris can give us some clapping in there because we highly recommend just traveling with a carry-on it's just easier for numerous reasons one your luggage never gets lost two Two, you have less to carry which makes it a lot easier when you're traveling on trains or whatever three you're not paying for checked bags which almost every airline in the world now is charging you for checked bags so it's just a lot better in in a lot of ways you're not waiting then as well when you get into the airport you're not waiting not only does your luggage not get lost but you're not waiting there at the belt forever for it so those are the main reasons we pack in a carry-on but whether you're packing just a carry-on applause 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 or whether you decide that you do need checked bags, which is okay for now, but we're going to keep trying to have this home. You know, this can go for anyone. The first tip is to keep your shoes to a minimum. And that's the biggest thing that we see, whether you're female, male, doesn't matter, that we see when people tell us what they're packing. Usually this is friends or family. People are getting ready to pack. We go over their house. We help them pack. We tell them what they should bring. And usually the very first thing that we start cutting out for people is the number of shoes that they bring with them. A hundred percent. And I mentioned this in the Women's Packing Podcast as well, that, you know, I used to, it used to be a lot harder for me to cut down on my shoes. And because I love shoes, but you just, you don't wear them as much. I mean, I remember going to Europe for two months and I packed so many shoes and I packed heels because I'm like, oh, we're going to be in Paris. I'm going to, you know, wear these heels out. No, I hardly ever ever wore them. And I think that's an overall lesson. You don't need the perfect clothing for every situation. A lot of what you can wear, you know, you don't want clothing that's only going to be worn for one very specific occasion when you're traveling, unless you're going somewhere for that, like you're going to a wedding and you need something specifically for a wedding. Because one of the other rules is that you want to have versatile clothing. And Heather mentioned this in the Women's Packing podcast, is that you want to make sure that not only do you have Versatile clothing when it comes to colors and matching and things like that. So you can wear, you know, one pair of pants with a different shirt over, you know, the next day, a different shirt, the next day, a different shirt. But you also want to have stuff that's versatile in terms of the activities that you'll be doing as well. So as Heather mentioned, for women, you know, you don't want to have to be wearing heels. For men, you might not want to wear, bring hiking boots or, or big work boots or something like that. For me, one of the things when going back to shoes is I used to bring a like a pair of basketball sneakers because I thought I love playing basketball. So what if I start playing basketball around the world? Well, guess what? If I play basketball around the world, I'm going to just wear the pair of sneakers that I brought with me. I don't need specific basketball sneakers. So you want to keep your shoes to a minimum. You want to keep it versatile. I now use packing cubes. I never used to. 
I'm not the hugest fan of them, but I still do use them. Actually, this l- trip that we're on right now as we sit here in Portland, I thought I'm not going to use packing cubes this time. I'm going to I'm going to do it without packing cubes, see if I do like them or if I don't. And I couldn't even get myself to do it. So I'm kind of... I guess you've been converted then. Yeah, I've been converted. Like I don't think they're absolutely essential. Like Some people love, love, love them. I, but I do like that they keep stuff organized. So I do use packing cubes. Definitely roll your clothes because it's going to save space. And another thing that you should do for sure is think about layering and if you're going on a trip so we give this advice all the time no matter the what length of trip you're going on always pack for one week so whether you're going on a trip for a month or three months or whatever pack for one week you can do laundry at any point right and when you're layering your clothes like this is something that i've slowly learned over the years of packing and just buying clothes in general and travis as well if you buy better quality items but you buy a lot less of them then they're more durable they're probably made from better fabrics which are warmer and you don't have to bring as much so uh, for example like cashmere is pretty expensive but it's really warm and it's really soft so i've invested in like two of those pieces that i bring with me when we travel in the winter and then that way I don't need to bring 10 sweaters. I just bring one or two and they're warm and they look good. And it just, it might seem like a lot at first, but if you're bringing them every trip and you're wearing them a lot, you're getting a lot of what I call cost per wear out of them, which makes it like cheaper in the long run. We didn't actually throw that piece of advice out for the women's packing podcast. We forgot about that, but I am a hundred percent on board with that. That is how my buying of clothes and my clothes experience has changed the most in the last 10 years is that I will certainly buy things that are more expensive if I know they're going to hold up because I want to have less clothes, not just for traveling, but in my life in general, I don't need to have a lot of things. I want higher quality items. I used to be the type who'd go to Old Navy, go to the clearance check. Oh my gosh, these t-shirts are three bucks, buy like 10 of them. Now I won't even go in that store because it's it's pointless to me. So um, some of the clothes that I will mention on here are a little higher price. Even for someone as frugal as me, they're well, well worth it because I only want two or three of them. And so I I agree with you for sure that higher quality items definitely make it easier to pack light and just in general are going to give you a better experience because they're going to be heavier duty and better quality. Um, Speaking of heavier, always wear, last piece of advice, always wear your heaviest clothes on the plane. So if you are trying to pack and just to carry on, then make sure if you have a big jacket or, or a pair of shoes that are heavier or something like that, just wear them on the plane because they're going to take up a lot of room or wear them anytime you're traveling if you're getting on the train or whatever. They're going to take up a lot of room in your bag. Absolutely. All right, let's get into the specific items that I bring with me. Shoes, I only ever bring two to three pairs of shoes. So I already mentioned that I do bring sneakers, but what I have found when it comes to sneakers and shoes is the fact that I like bringing with me barefoot sneakers and shoes now. Now, I don't... That doesn't mean that I sit there and that I I use them for running all the time because I certainly don't. But now what I do is I wear a... bring I bring with me a pair of barefoot sneakers and the brand that I like... There's two brands really. I I used to like Merrill um, running shoes and they're barefoot sneakers. Now I uh, like the Vivo Barefoot Ultras. So you can find them at vivobarefoot.com. But I love these because they allow me... A, they're kind of like a rubber they are a rubber material yeah they're plastic so they're waterproof yeah so they're waterproof so i wear them if it's ever raining i always wear them out i can go on hiking with them i can i mean if unless it's some crazy hiking i can wear them for hiking i can wear them when i'm running for any type of things like that so i really really like that and then the other pair of barefoot shoes that i will bring 
or also by Vivo Barefoot. I'll either bring a boot, um, which is very similar to the uh, Clark's Desert Boot, but they're barefoot, or I do have a pair of loafers as well. And the reason I like barefoot sneakers and shoes is the fact that they weigh about a third to a half as le- less than the an actual sneaker or boot, and they can pack up and fold up, and they basically fold flat almost. Um, so without a big sole, you save a lot of space. Yeah, and I mean, the, both of these shoes I, I really like. I mean, I wish you sometimes like get a cooler heavy-duty sneaker like a Nike or something because I think they look nicer with pants. But, I mean, it works and it's light and your bag is lighter than mine. So I guess you're doing something right. Yeah, and I would I would say as well, there are occasional times where I will bring on a, like my I have a pair of Clark's Desert boots that I wear at home. They're thicker and have a bigger sole. I will bring them sometimes, but I'll always make sure I just wear them on the plane as well. So if I need something a little dressier. Um, the last thing I bring when it comes to the shoes category is sandals. I love my rainbow sandals. I bring them everywhere. If it was up to me, I would wear them every day, which I kind of almost do wear them every day. He does wear um, them a lot. So really the, the barefoot boots are for if I have to dress up a little bit. Um, the sneakers are obviously for stuff like that. And then predominantly I'm wearing my sandals around if it's not raining or, or if we're in a climate that it works with, um, which generally we like to try to be. I mean, my goal would be that I could wear sandals all the time. So those are the shoes that I pack. They're always uh, three pairs of shoes. Socks here and there. I don't pack many socks because, again, I like to wear sandals, but I do always make sure I have two or three pairs of socks with me. If I forget, no big deal. You can usually get them anywhere in the world. For underwear, working our way right on up, Pat. For underwear, I wear Reebok like athletic dry fit underwear. You can get this, you know, you can get it kind of anywhere. Nike makes them, Under Armour makes them, Reebok makes them, a lot of people make them. So they're this stretch spandexy type underwear. Um, they dry really quick. They're very, very comfortable and they pack up really, really small. So for me, I that's one of the things I highly recommend. I tried the ex officios because those were our like the travel underwear. Yeah, the travel underwear, ex officio. And I did not like them near as much. I mean they're suppo- they're first off, they're like twenty five bucks. They're super expensive, but they are supposed to be the travel underwear. Oh, you only need two pairs in your whole life and you can wash them in the sink and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, you know what you can do? You can do that with these ones that are from Reebok or Nike or Under Armour, which are like eight to ten bucks anyway. So, and they're more comfortable. So I did not like ex officios at all. Continuing on, when it and, and we talked about climate, right? Hath, it matters whether you're going summer or winter. Absolutely. So we're going to give uh, a few pairs of advice here. When I talk about shorts, usually I bring two pairs of athletic shorts. Heather mentioned in the females. Comfort wear. Uh, yeah, well, also, she mentioned the Females Packing List podcast that the first thing that you cut out is athletic wear because, yeah. <laughs> you know, come on. If you're going to cut anything, cut out exercise, um, right? Um, that's what the doctor's orders. If you're going to cut out anything, cut okay, out exercise. Okay, I didn't say cut out exercise. Um, I said cut out athletic wear. Right. So I usually bring like one or two pairs of athletic shorts so I can do whatever it is, running, hiking, basketball, if I'm going somewhere that that the temperature is appropriate for that, I always bring a bathing suit, no matter what. Even if I never think there's an option that we're going to swim or I can't, t- I you always bring a bathing suit. You never know when there's a swimming pool at a hotel or a hot tub or a freezing cold lake in you know glacier fed that you want to jump into. You yeah, got to have you, a bathing. You suit. never know. You got to have a bathing suit. And then I usually bring two to three pairs of regular J Crew shorts. I. A lot of my clothes come from J. Crew because Heather used to work there. And so now I just, 
I just like them and I'm kind of a stickler for things that I like. I'll just keep getting the same thing. So, you know, we're talking about regular well, cotton shorts. Yeah. And in fact, I mean, you bought most of your shorts when I worked there four years ago and you've hardly had to replace them. Right. And, and so, you only have a few pair. So it's just like they might have been 40 to $60 Well, no, each. they weren't. Trust me. Remember, I was getting them on sale. They were like 20 bucks. Yeah, but some bucks. of them were more. But anyway, I also worked there. So we had a discount. But the point is that they definitely last. So if you can find a good pair of shorts that you like that last, just get a few pair. And you should have them for a long time. Yeah. And if anyone has recommendations for... For certain travel clothing, we're always looking for that. You can tweet us at Pack of Peanuts, at Heather Sherry, or on um, Instagram as well. But yeah, I just regular two to three pairs of J. Crew cotton shorts. Then I, all, as far as pants, I'm almost always bringing two pairs of pants. Even if we're going, I mean, I guess if I was going to Thailand and it was going to be super hot, I would probably bring one pair. But I'm almost always bringing two pairs because I at least want to have pants now on the plane. I used to always wear shorts on the plane. I'd get cold. So I'm at least wearing pants on the plane. And this is where a certain brand I absolutely love. One of my favorite things in the world and something that I back 100% because I think they're one of the best things I've ever owned. And this is my Bluffworks Slim Fit Chinos. And I can definitely back this up because... I love these pants. They are really, really fashionable. They're really comfortable for Trav. I don't know because I've never worn them, but he always tells how comfortable they are. And the style of them is great. And they're very durable. I mean, you wear them how many days in a row before you wash them? Uh, A lot. Yeah, I only wash them because I start to feel guilty that I probably should because I've worn them for so long. But they don't really smell. They're an awesome stretchy material. Now, they don't look stretchy, but... I think they're made from polyester. Yeah, they're made from polyester. they have stretch in them. They have stretch in them, so I I literally can wear them, and the the point of them, when they were first made by uh, a good friend of ours now, Stefan, who's the founder of Bluffworks, was so that you could literally wear them to the office, and then you could go out and like hike a mountain, and you can. So they're fashionable enough, they look great, and yet they're super stretchy, so I do all types of activities in them. Um like outdoor activities. I love them. They're coming like four or five different colors. Really, really comfortable, super stretchy, water resistant. I mean, if you're out in the rain, they'll get wet, but they won't get They dry soaked. quickly as well. They dry really quickly. They don't wrinkle. I I absolutely am in love with my Buffer Exchange. And the one thing I mentioned in the women's packing podcast was that sometimes I get bummed out if I don't have, like, because I don't have sweatpants with me because I never pack them because they take up too much room. These are the closest pair of pants I've ever had that's a regular pair of pants that feels as comfortable as sweatpants because they're stretchy. They're just, they're the perfect pant. They are really the perfect pant. Amazing. So uh, check them out. Bluffworks, I like the slim fit chinos. They make a regular fit as well. I usually bring two pairs with me. I have three pairs, so I usually bring at least two of those pairs with me. And this is where Heather wishes that sometimes I would change it up. I have one pair of jeans in my wardrobe and I'll occasionally bring them with me, but I just don't like jeans as much as my chinos. Listen, I love the Bluff Works. I think that they're amazing and I'm happy to see you wearing them. But one day out of the month, it's nice to see you in a pair of jeans and also jeans match everything no matter what. Like Trav doesn't wear crazy patterns, but almost all of his button down shirts have some type of a check or a stripe or a color. And when you have a pair of jeans, it's like, well, you can wear any top, 
at all with them. And Travis is also colorblind. So some of his bluffs are like harvest gold and blue. And he's like, does this shirt match? And I'm like, no, that doesn't match. If you had your jeans, you could, you could that, wear this that's shirt. The one that's the one downside <laughs> to the bluff works that I, not, not downside to me because I love the kind of unique colors of pants, but, and they do normal ones. They do khaki and gray. Yeah, and, you have the khaki pair, blue, which I love. Which and go with everything. Obviously, the khaki pair matches everything. But my favorite is the Harvest Gold, and of course, that doesn't go with everything. But still, I love them. Um, so those are the pants. So occasionally, I do bring a pair of jeans with me. If we're going to a cold weather climate, I'll like swap out two pairs of shorts for the pair of jeans. As far as t-shirts, I usually go three to five, well, probably more like five t-shirts, regular V-neck t-shirts from J. Crew that you can wear on their own, or you can wear them under something. It's totally fine. Yeah, it's um, the, the J. Crew broken in t-shirt. So super comfortable. They're really comfortable. And again, like if you wear them with just a pair of chinos or jeans, I think that they're like dressy enough to wear out. I, I am interested in trying. There are, I know, a lot of travel companies now making merino wool t-shirts that aren't supposed to uh, smell and you can sweat in them and you don't have to wash them and things like that. So they're pretty expensive. I've never tried them. So I am, I am. if you've ever tried them, tweet me. Let me know if there's some that you like because I am looking to maybe up my t-shirt game at some point. Ooh. Yeah, up my. I know. I'm going to up my t-shirt game. <laughs> um, then moving on, I do about two to three button-down shirts. I call this these my nice shirts. So it's just The category two, is yeah, nice shirts. The category shirt. is nice shirts. It's just two to three button-down shirts. Usually I try to keep them, again, with the layering to be thinner so that I can throw something on top of them. Um, but I can also wear them in hot climates as well. Because a lot of the travel we do, we will go between a lot of different climates. So um, two to three button-down shirts. I usually bring at least one athletic shirt, one dry fit Nike or Adidas or something like that athletic shirt in case I am going to do something where I'm going to sweat quite a bit. Um, sometimes I bring a hoodie with me. I would say 90% of the time you bring a hoodie with you. Although we bought this hoodie from H&M like four years ago in Paris and it is now so worn out that Trav is in need of a new cool hoodie. I actually, what I'm, I'm not in need of a new one because what I'm going to do oh. is I'm going to pay a tailor to oh, recuff my sweatshirt because we got it for 20 bucks at H&M and it's fine except the cuffs are like getting ratty. So I'm going to actually pay someone to recuff it. It might cost at least 20 bucks to get it recuffed, <laughs> but it's well worth it because this they do not sell this hoodie anymore. So I usually bring a hoodie with me. Um, the reason I say sometimes is I used to always bring one until I got introduced to the Bluffworks blazer. So Bluffworks started by making pants, which I've already mentioned to you. They have um, s some dress pants. Then they have the chinos, which I absolutely love. And they just came out recently with a blazer. Now, I am not the type to ever wear a blazer. I certainly don't need to because luckily I don't have to go into work and, and dress up or anything like that. But I got the Bluffworks blazer. And let me tell you, it is a game changer for me. So to me, it almost replaces the hoodie because I can wear it when I, you know, in the same type of temperature, right? Hath as as I would wear a hoodie. Right. So it'd be it's that same layer as a hoodie would be. It looks really, really nice. It's great with a Bluffworks pants. So I can throw on either a t-shirt or a button down, put the blazer over it, have the Bluffworks pants on and be able to get into almost you know any restaurant in the world. I could wear it even to a wedding and have worn it to a wedding. So the Bluffworks blazer is incredible. The best part about this blazer is the fact 
that it doesn't wrinkle. Yeah, it's a travel blazer in every sense of the word. You can roll it up. You can get it soaking wet. You can wring it out, let it dry, and it's good as new. It's really an incredible blazer. And I love it because I think that blazers are such a nice travel option because it's casual, but it can easily dress up an outfit if you ever need that for any occasion when you travel. Yeah, like for example, when we went to a play in London's theater district, right, right where they have like would would be their equivalent of Broadway, I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt and I thought, hey, I'm just going to throw this blazer on top and all of a sudden it looks a lot classier. So the blazer is a game changer for me, for sure. I was never the type who'd wear a blazer. I'm in love with this blazer. I love the blazer as much as I love the pants. These are incredible products. The blazer does run, I think, $290 or something like that. Um, so if you're going to buy a blazer or a suit anyway, you'd probably be paying that much. But this is, I, I have put it through the ringer. Literally, I've shoved it in bags. I pulled it out. It hasn't wrinkled. It's it's awesome. So if you're looking for that piece, definitely check out Bluffworks. Then as far as outerwear, I usually, if we're going to a cold weather climate, bring a down jacket. I just have a simple Columbia goose down jacket or a duck down. I guess it's goose, right? Or I down. think so. I yeah, it's just down. down. Whatever. Feathers. It's down feathers um, that I got you know, for like 60 bucks at some point. And I'll bring that with me if we're going somewhere cold weather climate because it packs up small, but it keeps you really warm unless you're going somewhere very, very harsh. Um, so I bring a down jacket with me if I need that. Then as far as sunglasses, I've re- I used to only buy really, really cheap sunglasses. In, in fact, you know, a pair that I had last year, I bought from a thrift store and it was actually 50% off at the thrift store. So they're only a dollar. The problem is they're never polarized. They scratch really easily. And so I never wanted to invest in nice sunglasses. We're talking about $100 Ray-Bans or $150 Ray-Bans. So I found a great <laughs> middle ground that Heather <laughs> loves as well. I found these um, sunglasses called Flying Fisherman. They're on Amazon. They stay really tight to your face, so they, they won't fall off. They're made for being able to... I think they're made for fishermen, but they look way cooler, right? I mean, Yeah, they kind of look like the, the Ray-Ban Wayfarer sunglasses, that type of look. Right. They they're stay just on, plastic. Th- yeah, they're plastic. They stay on your face. They don't scratch. They're polarized, and they're $17. So it's a great, great... Whoop, whoop. Because I already lost a pair, and I didn't feel that bad when I was on the jet ski a week ago. They came flying off my head and then sunk to the bottom, and I thought, all right, it was only 17 bucks. If they had been a pair of Ray-Bans or something like that, I would have been really upset. So Flying Fisherman, you can get them on Amazon if you're in the States. You can also look for a brand. This I found Flying Fisherman called Gooder, G-O-O-D-R. They were on Kickstarter. They're about 25 bucks, and they were named by Running Magazine. It's like the best running sunglasses in the world. So I was looking for them, and then I, Amazon, in all its crazy knowledge, recommended instead of Gooder, because they were sold out, these Flying Fisherman ones, they're very similar. Um, so yeah, I'm always bringing a pair of sunglasses now because I'm tired of wearing women's sunglasses when I have to borrow them from Heather's. So now I got my Flying Fisherman's. Good for you. Um, the last stuff that I bring with me, this is kind of the, what did I call it? Men's accessories? <laughs> men's accessories, yes. Two items in the men's I, I accessories. I actually racked my brain and went through my bag, which is sitting here in our Airbnb in Portland. And I'm like, I know I bring more stuff, but a lot of it is going to fall in the Gears podcast. So for me, the two things I have that are specific for men, one is gold bond powder. If you don't know what that is, uh, go pick it up. It's a lifesaver when you're in hot climates and you're walking around a lot for men. And the second is a wallet, and I use the Mighty Wallet. It's a paper wallet that's Tyvek that 
I have used um, for five years now around the world, and I just really like it. So they're not, it's not essential, but that's what I pack with me. So that concludes the men's packing Yeah, list. pretty minimal for Trav. I mean, he doesn't need to bring all those beauty products or makeup or lotions that I have to bring. And he will probably still look younger than me in 20 years. But whatever, that's the joy of being a male, I suppose. What, one of the <laughs> things... gives me room to put my laptop in his bag. I give Heather a lot of crap for the fact that I carry around her electronics, which I do. But she does carry around our toiletries for the most part, which for me amounts to a stick of deodorant a toothbrush, and then that gold button powder. So And body wash, usually. Yeah, but she has, you have that. Right. You know. So there you go. That is the men's packing list. Pretty simple, but that is how I'm able to pack in a carry-on anywhere around the world, no matter what climate, no matter where we're going, no matter how long we're going. So if you're interested in seeing some of the stuff that we mentioned specifically, make sure you check out the show notes. You can do that extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows. Of course, you can get the show notes for all the podcasts that we have, but specifically for this one, when we mentioned specific items, you know, if you're listening to this at the gym or in your car or however you're at work and you don't have time to write this stuff down, you can go to those show notes and we will link them up so you can actually just click on it. That'll shoot you through to Amazon or wherever you can buy it. And you can check out the actual products that we have. I know sometimes that can be really helpful for people who hear it. And they're like, I just want to get that exact thing that you mentioned. If you think it's great, I want it too. So we'll link them up in the show notes there. And don't forget that we also recorded a women's packing list. And if you are curious about how I travel all over the world with a carry-on and a cheat personal item which i pack to the max then check out that podcast as well and we'll also have a the third part of our packing series coming out on the podcast where we talk all about the gear so that's everything that's not gender specific so we're not talking clothes but basically anything other than clothes that we pack electronics travel accessories all types of little odds and ends that we pack with us to make our trip even more enjoyable we'll be putting that out as the third part of this packing series so you can check all that out extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows of course it'll be on itunes it'll be on stitcher however you're listening to this and don't forget if you want to pack the most important thing about packing in a carry-on is to have a carry-on size backpack the one that i take with me all over the world is my tortuga outbreaker backpack you can check that out tortugabackpacks.com use the promo code epop epop all capital letters and that will get you 10 percent off your entire order there's a lot of stuff thanks for joining us today Thanks for your continued support as always. And until next time, happy free travels. I'll show you-